Then like the mic. Episode 7. I am Mac Got the Knack Beauvais, and I'm going to be your marshal for this game and in your nightmares later. Uh, we got some music now, guys. We like, did get we, music. It's awesome. Isn't that great? Thank you to Nick, who. Uh, t- tell us more about the music. Uh, that music came from a friend of mine who is an excellent composer. His name is uh, Peter Gresser. If you want to check out any of his stuff, he's on SoundCloud and also at uh, www.son. O-F-A-C-T-O-R-I dot com. Sonofactory, that's also where he is on SoundCloud. Nice. Yes, it's awesome. We're also very happy to be here with you on the Super Blue Blood Moon, which is a thing that's happening right now in the sky, which is pretty cool. And, oh, look at the time, I should go. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves, starting over here with Nick. Hi guys, uh, I'm Nick. I am playing uh, Chen Su, a uh, Hamid Theurge. And I'm Sam. I'm playing Sigrun Eld, who is a uh, Lupus Arun Get of Fenris. She's basically a Viking. <laughs> and I'm Stephen Screech Pope, and I'm playing Charles Brecht, <laughs> the uh, Hamid Galliard of the Fianna tribe. And unfortunately, we are missing Jesse tonight. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah had to be elsewhere, and also Jesse was contagious or potentially turning into a werewolf. And maybe I'll be joining her later. Yes. I don't know. Call him A, call him B. Call both. That's her right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just a minute, Jesse. It's okay. Shut up. You're ruining everything. <laughs> oh, and uh, also. Big call out to the fact that we have a new lighting set up in here because I know in the chat sometimes you guys have wondered about why I look like I am maybe radioactive and I probably still look slightly radioactive but maybe slightly less with this new lighting set up. A little bit less. Yeah, I go back and I've watched the replays and I'm like, I don't have any facial features anymore. It's just white. (laughs) (laughs) It's like me at the beach. And both of us at the beach, if I went to the beach. Yeah. But I don't, because that's where the sun lives. You can go at night. Well, yeah, but then I'd rather go other places. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Did anybody have any helpful players left I over? I had one. Uh, no, I appear to be out of helpful players. Here, I'm fresh casing. out. Yay, thank you. Bullet casing for you. And with that bully casing pass off, how about you tell us what happened last time? Because I don't think anybody remembers anything anymore. Let's see what happened last time. This is why I write things down, because I don't remember anything. Um, there was a sermon. After the sermon, Sigrun awkwardly complimented Jeremiah. Also uh, told him that they captured the barn burners. She warned that someone is talking about werewolves, and the pack should probably take care of that. 
They agreed they should look for Charlie since he's good at talking. They went to the saloon, but he wasn't there. Sigrun tried to use her sense of pack awareness to find him, but it didn't work. Suddenly, the pack all got a sense that someone was in the cairn. Chen shifted and ran for the cairn. Sigrun grabbed Jeremiah and dragged him out of the saloon. We have to go! They ran behind the saloon, saw the pee- the alley peeing guy, and <laughs> headed into the mountain. <clears throat> I actually roll for that, by the way, guys. Yeah. Like, you're like, is he it. back there? And I'm like... That's my favorite. We should <laughs> name him. No. No. He's better <laughs> a mystery. Pee and Pete. Pee and Pete. Pete and Pete, what? I love that show. <laughs> Sigrun shifted into lupus. Uh, Charlie was mucking about in the desert trying to find the witch's house. Uh, he got, got the Fenris alarm and stopped what he was doing to run for it. Chen arrived at the cairn first. He smelled that someone was there. A new scent. He dashed into the cairn and ran into a man next to a campfire, cooking a stew. He was old, Native American, and sitting on a blanket. Sigrun arrived at a quick run and didn't pause, running towards the stew smell. The man ladled out some stew for Chen and said he was waiting for the rest of the pack. The others arrived, and he he introduced himself as David Latrans. He found out they were here while visiting Osterman. Charlie is a bit was a bit miffed that he came in without announcing himself. David asked if they can talk in human form, not dog. Chen shifted. Sigrun did not. He asked why they were so serious and offered to tell them a story. He told a story of coyote and ducks and the moon. Jeremiah was super unsettled and asked the Lord for forgiveness. <laughs> Charlie had questions, and he suspected that the guy was not what he seemed. Sigrun was confused about how he is so old if he is not a fierce warrior. Charlie told the man a crude story, uh, which he finds very funny. Sigrun told him a not-so-much story about how sometimes in the homelands the gods would visit in the form of a wandering stranger, and she looked at his eyeballs suspiciously to see if one was fake. Chen told a very boring story. About <laughs> 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 he tried. He tried. Hang on. Silverman will try. A very boring story about a turtle peeing, but even Jeremiah laughed. David asked him to tell a funny story. He told a joke about a fish with no eye. David asked Sigrun again for a funny story. Uh, so she told him the story of Jeremiah the polar bear. As they were talking, the cairn went completely black. The pack could smell that David was still there, and he said, well, that was sudden. Chen told him to bring back the light. Jeremiah tried to conjure fire, but only he could see it, and it didn't illuminate anything. Sigrun found Jeremiah in the darkness, and Chen tried to find the door. The door was not where it should be. David giggled and said something about finding the door. Charlie quacked in the darkness. David laughed. Charlie loudly talked about the moon while groping around blindly for Jeremiah. He got a handful of booty. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah exclaimed loudly. (laughs) David laughed, and we all got a brief glow of light. Charlie increased the melodrama, uh, but the humor was wearing off. Jeremiah caught on, though, and tried to make himself laugh, thinking about Charlie trying to do the right of pants. Chen asked what he was laughing at, and then they all laughed at stories about pantsless Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) The tunnel illuminated as they walked out of the cairn and into the sunshine. David was sitting outside. He talked about laughter as a good defense, 
told Sigrun to lighten up and disappeared. They all, they have all learned a gift from Coyote, infectious laughter. On the way back to town, Sigrun asked the pack to drink at the tavern together. They had a nice time! Exclamation point. <laughs> Sigrun went back to the homestead to find a letter waiting for her. She took it to Charlie to read it for her. Uh, it was from Mackenzie. That he says the pair that he arrested were not the barn burners. Dun dun dun. I actually wrote that part down. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say. Oh, quick! I'm sorry. Quick. Uh, yes, sir. Notice here. Um, we were joking around about him being P and Peter, and Jen Human says he's horrible. Peter's great, 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 no! great grandfather. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Not horrible, Peter. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. That's canon now. That's a deep yes. cut. That's exactly what Jen Human said you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. That's canon. Thank you, Jen Human. <laughs> that puts. Vampire, werewolf, and insert coin all in the same universe. Yes. We've got Osterman, Horrible Peters. Quick, somebody tell Kadave. We'll have to tell him on Monday. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> okay, so um, I say we can pick up where we left off. So you, uh, Sigurd, had gone over to Charlie's because you can't actually read. Mm-mm. And so the letter was, you could tell, was writing. Yeah. Um, and also, it had the hidden message on it uh, when it was held up to the candlelight that heated it and said, "If the reward was missing in there, that you should probably kill the messenger." Yes. Uh, but the reward was in there, so you did actually get that. Uh, so we join our story in progress. Okay. It's late. I'm not that smart. We need Chen. <laughs> yes, I agree. On all counts, I assume. All right. <laughs> I uh, now it is very late, and you guys have not slept in a while. So, just giving you context of what time it is. All right. So Charlie's going to check the clock and just kind of go. Ugh. All right. How about this? First thing in the morning, sunrise. Then we go get Chen, because I don't know about you, but. There was a lot of yelling and a lot of laughing and a lot of coyote bullshit today, and I need a nap. That is fair. You gonna be okay? I'm wondering if it is wise that we both stay at my kinfolks. If you want me to, I can. If you would, I would like that. We have a better chance if they are attacked again, if there is two of us. Happily. Put on a shirt, grab a coat, and I follow to the Osterman nope. homestead. Magnuson. Magnuson. The Magnuson. Osterman is Osterman. witchy. Yeah, sorry. There's Probably. a lot of German-sounding names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm assuming uh, my kinfolk are probably asleep. Probably. Hopefully they get up early. Gotta tend to the animals and all that. Yeah. Go in quietly. I don't want to wake them up and worry them unnecessarily. They're already kind of freaked out. Sure. By literally everything. (laughs) Don't blame them. They've had a couple days. All right. um. So you guys go back, bunk down. The night passes uneventfully. Good. Sweet. All right. 
Now, uh, when you wake up in the morning, uh, Astrid is actually talking to somebody at the the door that you have not seen before. And he's very animated and talking to her and just, I'm, I'm telling you, my friend, this invention's going to change your life, going to change your life. Heard about the trouble that you've been having down here, and we're going to be able to fix that for you right fast. And Astrid seems sort of... You know, the, it's been kind of a rough time of everything, so Astrid seems sort of receptive to to this, and, you know, the guy's kind of got, like, bowler hat and hands. I'm going to put myself in between her and him, and just, can I help you? Well, good morning, ma'am. I was just talking to your uh, sister? I'm assuming sister. Uh, about this wonderful new invention that we have here. It's called barbed wire. And you see what it is, is there's a bit of wire here that has, you know, how rude of me. I haven't even introduced myself. My name is Preston Germain, and I am in your lovely town and selling my wonderful wares that are of the highest quality, I assure you. I'm going to exit the house (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Uh, Comfy couch, gotta be honest. Uh, Morning. He kind of looks at Charlie and then looks at you and kind of, because you should know sometimes, like, (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, hmm, all right. Did you just enter town today? Why, well, yes, ma'am. I've just come in recently. And are you playing, planning to stay? Well, I will be here as long as the good people of this town have use of my services before I move on to the next. Well, if we have use of your services, I will find you. Really? But I- I've been told about what was happening out here with trouble on your homestead. Who told you about trouble here? Why, Annette, over at the uh, the saloon. Very nice gal, Miss Merriweather. Lovely, lovely woman. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if you do need to find me, I will be staying right over there at Merriweather's saloon, and I can guarantee you the best, best prices on this brand new invention. And like I said, it's a bit of wire. It's got little barbs all over it. You string it around the homestead, makes it very hard for intruders, makes it hard for animals to escape, and you all have a lovely, lovely day. Any sort of tips his head, puts his hat back on, and starts walking back into town. <laughs> Too jaunty. Do not like. <laughs> bit early for that much uh, pep, and that's coming from me. Um, now I said Ned. I've been talking about what happened here. Annette. Annette. Hmm. I thought I said Ned. Oh, I know she's running her mouth. Mm, it worries me. We should speak outside. We'll go outside. Mm. Astrid has sort of a pained look on her face. Uh, Astrid, something wrong? No, y'all go and have your meeting, and uh, I, I got things to do around here. You uh, head on out. I'll be right there. Can I help you, Charlie? Now, I, I know you've been through a lot lately, and i um, sorry for all of it. But if there's anything you or your husband need, you I consider you family at this point. Brother. They're not married. Brother? Yeah. They're yeah. married. No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, you and your brother, if you need anything, like... I'm afraid what I we might need is too. not something that you can give us. 
And she just turns and walks back in the house. All right. And I leave to join you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just outside. I'm waiting for you. Um, <coughs> they have a hard time with this. It ain't easy. They have been through a lot. Um, I fear they may be through more soon. Well, let's just take it one thing at a time, all right? Let's go go talk to Shen, see what he thinks about the letter, and we'll figure it out from there, okay? Yes, I will meet you there in a moment. I need to speak to Eric. All right. I start moseying my way. All right. I get to mosey. Yeah, I was about to ask if somebody had the letter. Yeah, I'm checking to see if I have Oh, it. I have And now you guys know where okay. the relational distance oh, good. is. Okay. I will post it on the forums later, yeah. but we actually have a map <gasps> of Razor Ridge. Yay! And uh, I will post it on the forums uh, soon, and then you guys can have a look at that and see kind of what's been in my head. Besides lots of red sticky bits that I call brains. <laughs> or gray, I don't know. Brain colored. <laughs> Pink. Um, mm-hmm. So while he's walking over there, I'm going to go and find Eric, who's probably working on the animals mm-hmm. or something. Morning, Astrid. Or Astrid. Morning, Sigrun. <laughs> Sorry. Astrid was still on my brain. Yeah. Morning, Eric. Um, Astrid seems very down today. She does it that. I mean, you have to suspect this has been a little hard on both of us. I know. I had hoped coming here would afford you both more protection than we had in our last residence, but I'm afraid our troubles may have followed us. I should say so. I mean, in a few short days, barn burnt. We had uh, held at gunpoint. You know, uh, window broken. <laughs> it's It's a lot. Even with the extra animal you found the other day. <laughs> I can find more animals. You know, honey, that is not the problem. I know. Um, I The pack is helping me. We will take care of the trouble. But I think you may need, just in case, to make sure that you know where Father's sword is and that it is sharp. It is... And I'm not convinced that the trouble's going to go away that easily. And I think you know that. No, but it would make me feel better to know that you are prepared for battle if it comes. Is there something else that you need to tell us? The ones that we apprehended that held you at gunpoint, they did not burn the barn. So you're saying we've been the victim of two different groups or individuals causing problems, one of which may or may not be related to what you are and one that most definitely was. Yes. You can see how we're not feeling real comforted right now. Yes, and that is why I'm trying to find these people and kill them. I can't say that brings me a lot of comfort either. And not for their sake, but for yours. 
It's what must be done to protect my kin. I will do it, whatever I must. You do what you need to, Sigrun. Always have, always will. I do what I need to and what I was taught to do. How can we all feast in Valhalla with father and mother if I don't protect you and fight to protect you? But you must fight to protect yourselves, too. I'll make sure that the sword is somewhere easy to get at. Okay. And then I'll leave him to his mm-hmm. yard work. And goes back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll go meet these guys at mm-hmm. Chen's place. So before your lovely compadres show up, <laughs> what has Chen been up to on this <laughs> lovely morning of November 23rd? Uh, Chen has been, uh, after the experience with Coyote, he has uh, been thinking a lot about contact with um, with the spirits and how incredibly frustrating they can be sometimes. <laughs> and uh, uh, spent some time in meditation uh, about that and about the lessons that he was taught. Um, and then... Uh, eventually went to went to sleep, and then would have woken up before the sunrise as usual. And <laughs> like gone clockwork. Out. Yep. Like and you this morning. Yes, like me this morning. <laughs> channeling. Yes. <laughs> this morning I was channeling a little bit and got up to see the uh, blood red super blue moon uh, and sat up and watched it for an hour Mega and had some in 3D. Uh, yeah exactly and had uh, <laughs> had had some magic so. Um, but yes, Chen, Chen will be up uh, as per his practice. So I think along this way towards the ridge somewhere. Okay. There's a there's like a pile of rocks mm-hmm. that he climbs up on top of, and then does his whole oh with the sun like silhouetting him. Yes, up exactly. On there. Yeah, yeah, very I, love, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Much drama. Hey, you gotta, make sure, you gotta make sure it looks good. Okay. Much drama, so karate wow. <laughs> <laughs> Only the I'm finest a stereotype. <laughs> no, it's it's a great visual for a yes. western. I fully endorse the stamp of approval. Okay. <laughs> uh so so that's what uh that's probably where they would find me if they're lighting up here first thing in the morning. Yeah, you guys got up pretty early. Yep. Surprisingly early in Charlie's case. <laughs> hey, he's been sober for about three days now, so... What is happening? All right, so first thing, I go by Chen's Fine Tailoring and Medicine. See, it's closed. Mm-hmm. He's doing that damn whooshy-woo thing at the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> He does not know what it does or sure. means or anything. Yeah, sure, sure. I just Charlie's gift of gab here as uh, <laughs> And I start heading out towards where I know he does his it, it's Tai Chi, right? Yeah. Yeah. So start walking that way. I get the letter out. Hey! Jen. Don't give me the finger right now. We got some we got some big to deal with. <laughs> Good morning to you too. Hey, it was it was the index. I know, I know. It's just 
I like to imagine things sometimes, guys. Sure. Like this whole story. Um, <laughs> Chen silences you for a moment as he finishes up the last, the last of the sequence, and then bows to the sun and turns to you. Yes, Charlie. It is good to see you here this morning, this so early this morning. I know. I've been uh, been replaced by an alien. Watch out for it. And I hold out the envelope with the letter. An alien. Sigrun got that. This is from the kin who was here while I was indisposed? Yeah. One of the same. Now he uh, found out those... uh, lovely folks we dealt with earlier were uh, not the ones who burnt down the barn. Hmm. That is troubling. To put mildly. Well, then it looks like we have additional work ahead of us to discover the culprits. Yeah. We got some new guy in town. He came up. He was talking to talking to uh, Astrid about how, hey, I heard what happened to you. And apparently, Annette told him, I don't know. You think there's someone in town who's like aware of what we are and uh, trying to? It would seem to be an odd way to go about doing such a thing. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone were to be targeted by someone who was curious about our capabilities, no offense, but it would probably be you, as the least subtle. Yeah. Of us. Yeah. No. No. Uh, thank God for delirium. Um, look, how about we go pick? How about we go pick up uh, cranky pants and have a little uh, pack meeting? Who? Which one of us is cranky? I know that's what I was <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, it's all of you. <laughs> he just calls us all cranky pants. <laughs> you take turns being cranky pants. It's it's like uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, except it's the werewolves and it's cranky pants. <laughs> it's the collar of the cranky pants? There you go. There you go. It's the flea collar the of the cranky pants. Of the, of the traveling cranky pants. <laughs> yes. Um... Uh, the pale Jesus he won. Let us do so. So we head back into town. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we run into this one on the way? Probably, because that's where I was going to Chen's. So. Yeah, you probably end up crossing paths because you stayed behind for a little bit more, but not that much not longer. Not long, yeah. Okay. Hey, your uh, talk with Eric go okay? Yes. They've forgotten so much of what our ancestors taught. They will not be ready for battle. It is difficult when the current generation does not listen to the wisdom of the ancestors. But they were the ones who taught it to me. You'd think they could heed their own lessons. It is frustrating. Perhaps I will make a sacrifice to Odin. I have so many questions (laughs) and not enough time. Come on, let's head to the church. Mm. Should I pretend to be possessed again? That's always funny. (laughs) 
I don't think he will like that. <laughs> oh, he hates it, but it's hilarious for me. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. All right, I approach the church, open the front door. Is uh, You don't open the front door. <laughs> Sanctuary. <laughs> I'm here to find Jesus. Is he in there? Silence. This is troubling. I'll go around to the to the back. I assume there's some sort of like living quarters or something. Back door's so open. Like open. Oh, like just fully open. Yeah. Jeremiah. <clears throat> you can kind of hear your own voice echo in the church. Are there signs of a struggle? No. I stormed to the back of the church. Where the hell is... Ze- Why is that door open? I do not know. But perhaps we I rush in. I just rush in. Germ. I'm like looking under furniture. I'm trying to find anything. Chen will first see if there's any sort of a note or message. Anything that might be... Uh, I don't know, m- maybe like uh, Mark or something that that werewolf would that werewolves would understand. Would but you that like to give me a role for that? I would love to. <laughs> okay, good. Because that's what you're going to do. Okay. Uh, perception and investigation. Perception and investigation. Uh, oh, right. Trade-offs when you make a character. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be sixes. Okay. Uh, that looks like one, two, three successes. Okay. Doesn't seem like there's really much in the room at all. I mean, everything seems to be in in pretty good order. Um, bed sheets seem maybe like the bed hasn't been made. They were tossed back. Um, but you do notice that over by the um, doorknob to leave, um, there's some rake marks around the door handle that look like claw marks. The impression. Sorry. <laughs> the, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just enjoying this. <laughs> the, the impression that that I am getting, and that I think that Chen is getting, then is that there was some sort of difficulty changing? Qu- quick question. Um, meta question. Sorry, Nick, Nick question. Nick not, question, not, okay. Not, not, not <laughs> Nick question. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, if you want, I will make the, the out of character horn. The horn of character. <laughs> is... Let there needs to be out of character horn. As, as I recall... You don't, you don't have to keep doing that. <laughs> Unless you want to, right? Well, you know, there are video watchers. I mean, podcasters aren't getting anything out of this, but for the rest of you, for the rest of us, it's great. For those listening at home, just put your thumb on your forehead, and you too can feel like a total dork. <laughs> it's interactive. Everybody yeah. at home, let's try it. Unless you're driving. <laughs> in any case, um, at home. Unless they live in their car. What? We're not here to judge. This is Los Angeles. True story. Um. But the the for Metis the Krenos form is their quote natural form. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are the claw marks of a large size like I would expect from 
a Krenos form that was trying to use a door in a normal fashion? <laughs> or is it like a smaller, you know, Ooh. like a, yeah, more like a wolf-sized couches? Uh, they're, they're bigger, definitely. And it looks like if something was, like, kind of trying to reach for a doorknob and the handle's, like, too big and too bulky for it to be able to quite get it. So there's going to be some, like, the gouge all around. Marks. And kind of like almost a little circular, like it finally got the hook, but it against the wood. I I knock on the door, Jeremiah. No, it's the door going outside. Oh, outside. I'm sorry. Sorry, I I should have been more. Gotcha. I misunderstood. Okay. Charlie, what? Look at this, please, and I'll show you the the gouge marks on the door. It looks like Jeremiah left in perhaps a agitated state. Why would Germ go into his Krenos form? He hates being in his Krenos form. Perhaps it was unintentional. Perhaps he was trying to deal with information or emotions that had come up in the past day. We have been through quite uh, an interesting experience. I got to find him, and I'm out the door. Okay. Can I see any tracks leading away? Not really. Um, Like I said uh, before, November is very breezy out there, so tracks would have kind of been blown away. And, and you on know, this hard pan, it's not like there's going to be nice, yeah. soft prints <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, there, there's not going to be. Can I try to, like, follow the scent? You can try, but there really isn't much to follow. Again, it just It's windy and dusty, so it's not easy to track across. That's fair. You could try, but it would be very, very difficult. It's a particularly breezy day. Okay, but I'll give it a shot anyway. Sure. Um, I'm going to say, let's see, that's Primal Urge and Perception. Okay. And it's going to be real hard. I'm going to say it's nine. That's fair. Um, that is... Are you a nine? Yes, you are. Two successes. Two successes. Uh, <laughs> um, Damn it, guys, Max seemed to say. <laughs> Don't try and track down the person who's not here. I have other things to do. Fuckers. Uh, always with you That's guys. his not boyfriend. He's going to be nervous. Give him a turn. That's, I know. It's like when, when, uh, when Nick was out and you guys were like, I want to talk to Chen. Yeah. I'm like, he's not here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Chen doesn't live here anymore. Um, There's only Zool. <laughs> You can get a direction. I will say definitely um, heading out and away from the town. And you, it seems like maybe going to, if you follow it for a little bit, is maybe heading back towards the mountains. Back towards the ridge. Towards the cairn, maybe? I'm going to guess you, not. <laughs> you have a, like I said, it's a, it's a vague direction. It's breezy out. Jesse's not here. <laughs> <laughs> So Charlie's gonna just kind of be like, oh, I, th- I think he was going this, maybe that. Um, everybody, give me a primal urge and perception roll. Okay. All right. Uh, difficulties um, six. Um, 
that is one success. Okay. Difficulty is what? Six? Six? Uh, I'm sorry, primal urge and what? Uh, perception? And perception, okay. Need one more. Uh, primal urge a uh, quick question from the chat about if um, form would change like tracking have influence on tracking and I answered that I'm pretty sure that like anything based off perception would because your perception changes when you go mm-hmm. to more yeah and that's actually on the second sheet yep um, the second sheet does have a breakdown so you do have some pluses and minuses based on what form you're in Hamid there's no change you know like um, but some of the other ones have a little bit more change, right. but not as much. Um, there's a negative two perception difficulty for lupus, but that's the only one that has a perception change. Oh, okay. I mean, if you guys really like sold it to me on something else, I'd maybe consider it, but that's that's sort of the base. No worries, just it was a question of clarification, and I wanted to, mm-hmm. it seemed like a good time Y'all to Y'all are doing the human thing right now, though, so. Yes. One, two, three. What was it? Target six? Three. Okay. Um, you all made it. So that connection, that, that magnetic connection you guys all have, you kind of can't, you feel cut off from Jeremiah. You're not really sure. Like normally you get that push and pull. You're not really, it's kind of like um, when you put magnets around a uh, compass and it kind of doesn't know which way to go. It's kind of uncertain right now. Mm. Um, Charlie's freaking out. Okay. <laughs> this is another out of character question, which is going to determine what Chen will do next. My understanding from the rules is that any werewolf can enter the penumbra. Yeah, I don't given, think given a, a reflective surface. Um, yeah, I would say that anyone technically could. It's like in Ratatouille, anyone can cook, but not everybody can cook well. <laughs> 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 Very well. I so love I, I love so that I answer, feel, by the way. I love that answer. <laughs> so I feel like anyone can penumbra, but not necessarily well. And some of them might just kind of think they're tricking their mind into something. Okay. But, um, Chen will produce one of his hatchets. Okay. He has two hatchets. They're both, okay. they're both painted on one side, but mirrored on the inside. Okay. On there. And I want to use that. When did well, you it's, have those? It's I from start, but we've never really. I know, <laughs> but did you put it on your sheet? Um, I don't They're think I did. Dude. I didn't think I. <laughs> I don't think I went through and bought all of my stuff. But if that's a problem, then no, then it's I don't. okay. But I just if you guys that was have, how I always uh, just envisioned. Fair warning: if you guys have like equipment and stuff, like just let me know. So okay. That I won't go. You didn't say no. Oh, how about this circus wagon that I have? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's from a home game. Oh, sorry, wrong game. Yeah, those are acceptable. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I I understand. Okay. Sure, you pull those out. Okay. <laughs> I want to. I want to use the reflective surface in order to enter the umbra, so that I can see if there are any clues on that side. Clues. Where Jeremiah may have gone, what might have prompted Jeremiah to leave. Okay. Anything that I can do to... In essence, I feel like we've looked on the mortal plane Mm -hmm. and gotten us some clues. I want to see if there's anything in the spirit realm, in the spirit plane that... uh, I'm going to say... That's definitely going to be a roll. Okay. I'm going to say... 
this to me also feels like perception because it's you know a very mind thing. Um, but I'm gonna say it's also rituals because this has got a, a ritual nature to it. Okay. Um, I or you can make the the um, argument for a cult. I would let you roll either of those, um, and I'm gonna say because that's one of your stated character flaws is trouble connecting with beyond. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's going to be still a difficult role for you. This is a moment where you've got a pack member that's kind of freaking out. Somebody is missing. Um, and I, I'm sure that's going to be a harder time to center yourself. Okay. I'm going to say your difficulty is going to be eight. Okay. Um, do you feel more strongly whether it's a cult or ritual at this point? I think it depends on how you're you look at it as a player and as a character, if it is, um, to me, like a ritual is you're kind of, you're going through the motions of something that you were maybe taught previously, and a cult to me feels more, and this is just me making a call as a GM, to me, a cult feels more innate. And a cult's usually, like, to see occult things around you, but I could also make, I would make the case that it's also for engaging in things that are beyond. Okay. Uh, I am going to use ritual, even though Chan is better at a cult, but the way you described it, I feel that it's much more, he's still getting in touch with things, mm-hmm. and so he's trying to do something more by rote. It's following the instructions versus feeling your way through it. Right. And so that's that's where I would put Chen it. Chan is still there. following every exact step in the cookbook and not going like, that's mm-hmm. that's about the right amount of salt. You're not, you're not remying this. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I want ratatouille. <laughs> Oh, snap. That's Holy still shit. four Whoa. successes. Holy. What is happening tonight? <laughs> that is awesome. All right, for the next roll, you guys have to roll difficulty 12. <laughs> I think you, do I have any of those? Oh, on your 10-sided die. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is going to be sort of your first time. The other thing that I would like to recommend to you and while this is for boosting a physical stat, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that you've got the sort of the Fenris totem juju going for you right now as well. And that's also part of, you've connected, with, that's the one spirit you've really connected with. Right. You've, and now you've had this mild connection to Coyote as well. So I would see maybe you go back to sort of a past connection as well to kind of help, like, jar you right. into it. Like, concentrate on what those felt like. And while they were very different... What was the core element mm-hmm. of how I'm trying to extend my yeah. senses out to, to so another So you, I imagine, sit down with your, um, you said they were like, like not axes. Yeah, like two hatchets. Like two, like two hatchets. And you've got the, the mirrored pieces of them facing you and you're sitting on the ground. And you're staring into them and you're trying to go through everything that you've remembered and been taught. And kind of feeling sort of what, trying to remember how it felt to connect with the spirits before. And you sort of get this falling feeling. And then it feels like you're moving through cold water. Like stepping into cold water face first. And kind of falling into sort of this this dark space. And as you're looking around the dark space, everything starts to illuminate a little bit brighter. And it seems sort of like the world that's already around you, but in different hues that seem out of step with what the natural world is. Mm-hmm. And sort of just out of the corner of your eyes and vision, you see little wisps of 
stuff moving. And you look down and there is um, a very faint, very faint trail of like paw marks sort of just into the distance and heading off towards where you can kind of see sort of a spectral ridge. Okay. Uh, two other questions. Can I communicate across the barrier and uh, or is the portal sort of a one one wolf, one passage type thing? Well, I know that Charlie has a mind speak ability, which is sort of a speaking through distances through the Umbra. Um, and that's a, that's a special ability and something that's more innate to his clan. So I would say for you to do the same is kind of a different discipline. Okay. Um, I think it's a, it's a plane in which you are existing right now and you can wander and move within and interact, but not necessarily just like, I'm going to talk to this werewolf on the other side of, this is still a new experience for you. So I don't think you're going to be like, Hello, Guru Telegraph to the East Coast. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Um, is, do I but see? But I think you can try and like maybe pull something towards you. Do I see like a misty form where Charlie was standing? I there, think you or? get sort of a, a sense of it, and okay. I feel like when you turn and you look at them, it's like kind of this confusing like double More like a du- feeling. Like, and well, not I know a like a double exposure of of. Mm a human form and a wolf form and it's just it's kind of both at the same time in a way that your brain can't even quite fully process but still understands the implication of okay um well i think i'm going to take a moment to sort of orient myself and figure out what is going on um, if you want to maybe see what, go back to them and what they sure. see while I'm doing that. Yeah. So Chen. So what are you guys doing? Chen is sulking s- out. Uh, he's like super catatonic. Like he's sitting over, you know, these things and he's very stiff and very focused on the hatchets in front of him. So my, my physical form is still there, not. I'm going to, I'm going to say that it is. That okay. This is more, because like we were talking about with Gnosis earlier, Guru are two different halves. They're the physical mortal being and the gnosis, which is the spirit form. Mm. So I see those as being two different things. You're not going to step your physical form into a spirit world because it doesn't belong there. Okay. Sometimes there's some crossover. and But even like when Fenris interacted with you all in the real world, it was very much just sort of this shadowy thing that was kind of pulling through. It mm. wasn't inhabiting a physical form, so it couldn't quite pierce into the physical world Fully. Okay. Charlie's freaked out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so like he's visibly upset. Sigrun walks over to you and like puts your hand on your shoulder. Charlie, it's gonna be okay. What? Yeah. No, it's gonna be fine. It's Jeremiah. It's fine. You know how he is about being in his true form. Yeah. He d- he doesn't do it. He doesn't go off like this. This is he's not dumb. I'm the dumb one. I wander off, not him. This He's is not dumb. I think if he cannot get out of it, he probably wants to be alone. 
You're, you're probably right. You're right. You're right. I know given what the other things that are going on, it is very unsettling. I want to find him too. But I think we also have to deal with the other situation and give him his space. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He'll come back to us. He's not gone. I, I don't know where he is. I hate not knowing where people are. I know. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Jen. Jen? This time, you know, because before when he was sort of penetrating into that spot before, it was in a greater, a place that already had a lot more um, power and he was sort of more in between worlds. I feel like this was probably a deeper dive, maybe even more than he was expecting. You don't even get the... I don't get pause, the finger. You, you don't get the finger. You don't get the... <laughs> put a pause on that, Charlie. He is fully, like, focused. And you can kind of hear something... Fully focused. Fully focused. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you can hear... It's not even like you're really hearing him. There's sort of like a little bit of a warbly noise, but it's more like just like a, the scratch of thought at the back of your head than it is that because you are so immersed in a way. Oh, sure. And I, I mean, feel I, like maybe in a way you weren't even It's got to be kind of overwhelming. Expect. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the, for the first time to actually... Do it unaided because the first time that it was at the Cairn, there was also the Fenris spirit, and there was that, and you were also not here at the table, so I had to come up with a good <laughs> excuse for why you weren't there. Um, <laughs> but but this is this is your first time actually making the plunge into something you have been trying to do for a very long time. Okay. Um. Having having kind of oriented myself and figuring out what is wh- how this realm works, uh, Chen doesn't doesn't realize by the way that he is sort of actually projected. He thinks he's, <laughs> he's here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it feels like you're there. Oh, of course, of course. Um, that's why I was sort of I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 still sitting there. Okay. <laughs> um, Chen will um, look around, and when it sees that seems that his companions are not joining him, I will start to follow those silver footsteps. Okay. Are they uh, are they Krino steps? Are they uh, human footsteps? Are they wolf? I feel like it's paws? that same sort of weird combination of, of of fluctuation, and as you you know come to each one, it sort of dissipates as you follow the trail. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> so there's no breadcrumbs. Excellent. Yes. Alright, let's get lost. Oh, no. Um, I'm with the dog on this one. <laughs> it's okay, Jesse. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for it, Jesse. <laughs> Um, they start heading towards towards the ridge, but as you and it, it seems like you're you're moving in a kind of fast way, like you know, like World of Warcraft when you're dead, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just kind of like 
moving sort of like you don't really even have to worry about stepping over rocks. You can kind of right. The, nothing, nothing here is has that permanence to mm-hmm. it. It's per. It's got more permanence if you believe it's permanent. If you believe that you will trip on it, you will trip on it. But if you want to just walk through it, you have the ability to also just pass through it because everything is still the sort of flexible thing. Movement Whoa. is more about intent than it is about actually moving. Yeah, because this this is spirit. This is you are not bound by the same limitations, Neo. Uh, <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> he already knew tai that. Tai chi. <laughs> well, now now you can layer that in. Yeah. Um, as you start to come towards the ridge, you hear something growling from the direction of the cairn. I turned to look. I was like, <laughs> that was impressive. Good job, Jesse. <laughs> I wish that we're I- trying a new thing. Jesse's just going to fully <laughs> the episode for us. I, man, I wish the mics were going to pick up that stuff, but they won't. I know they did uh, before, and actually, I don't know if it's the new mic setup, but people been commenting they've been hearing the oh the good dogs. Well, that actually works out perfect work. for yeah. us. Every, every right. other yeah. show, not great. Our show, perfect. Um, as you turn to look, you see a shape that is familiar to you, and it's a dark, shadowy shape, and it is a giant wolf, and you recognize that Fenris is coming towards you. Uh, I will... (laughs) Can you get his autograph? (laughs) That's what I I see. I love it! Paw print! Oh! Uh... I will. I, I stop and and bow to Fenris. And we just kind of breathe in deeply and breathe out, and it's just kind of this like mist that comes out from the nostrils, or that curling sort of mist. Uh, honor, t- honor to you. And it's obvious that it's just waiting for your response like you it's just sitting there looking at you right now i i bow and i say uh honor honor to you great spirit why have you come one of our pack is missing and he came this way Did I not warn against potential weaknesses in this pack? Yes, you have, you have made a warning. I do not see this as a weakness. Do not do not even you require time for processing. Do he you, has had an experience. Do you not think that he also requires time for this processing? Leave him be. There are bigger matters at hand. As you request. And I will bow and back away. And just kind of move, the fenders move slowly back towards the cairn. And now, where did I leave my body? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And Chem will, I, I will travel back to. Uh, uh, wait. Oh. Before you do. Fenner sort of shakes his head and says, You're not asking the right questions. And you get a flash of an image in your mind. Uh, and it's it's not as clear as as it could be, but you just get this impression of an image of an eye with a moon around it and some writing that you can't understand. And with that, you are kicked back out of the Umbra, like immediately back into your body. All right, an eye with a moon around it and words I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of an eye? A human eye? A wolf eye? It's illustrated. It's not a f- like an actual like physical compilation of things. Hmm. It actually looks like a symbol. Okay. Uh, Jen! You were gone. I, I know. No, Part of you. The body was still here. Yeah. What she said. But you were not in it. Are you sure? Well, I tried slapping you a couple times. That didn't work. And then I then I wanted to go get some water, splash on you. But Sig here said that'd be not good. And uh, I don't know. You freaked me out. I traveled to the Umbra and attempted to find Jeremiah. Did, did Did you find him? No, I was not successful in that quest. But Fenris has requested that we allow Jeremiah time and that we're not asking the right questions. I told you he needed time. Okay, okay. Does this mean anything to you? And I will kind of try and sketch what I did in the dirt, or what I saw in the dirt. Uh, Can I roll like enigmas or occult? Or is this just something that's like, blink, nothing? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say nothing. I'm gonna say that this really. I mean, you've seen a lot of symbols. You've seen pack symbols. You've seen this. This is something else, and it doesn't. You know, like pack symbols all seem to have sort of a unifying look to them, even though they're different shapes. This is a lot more smooth and polished out, and doesn't really gel with anything else that you are familiar with. Well, it's my expert opinion that I have no fucking idea what that is. How about you, Siggy? It does not look familiar to me. Well, I believe it to be important, or Fenris would not have spent the time to give this to me. And I will scuff out the picture. Okay. Good call. All right. All right. Okay. So, deep breath, deep breath. Jerem's going to be running off for a bit. That's fine. As long as he's okay, that's fine. we got to figure out who burned down your family's barn. Because they are... Your family's at risk. My family's at risk. Yes. That Agreed. Unacceptable. At least my brother knows how to use a goddamn gun. We could... Send the symbol to Mackenzie in a letter. Well, one of you could. And ask him if he under, if he knows what it means. 
Do you know where Mackenzie will be? Do we really want that floating letters, around? Letters must have a destination. Oh, and he appeared, true. from your description, he appeared to be a traveling man. Not to mention, I don't recognize it. It's I don't want it floating man. around. He's a wanderer. Just a wanderer? <laughs> yeah. He roams around, 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 around. I mean, if this symbol is all we have to go on for now, we must find its source. Is well, there anyone fuck. else in town that might? Well, there's there is one person. Oh, source right. of information. I wasn't there. <laughs> I know someone. I actually spent a good. I was actually trying to find her the other day. Oh yes, you ain't gonna like this. <laughs> I wasn't there. I. How do you know this? I, Just, I call it a hunch. You're not gonna like this experience. Wait, no, you were there. Wait, unless you're talking about something else. I'm talking about Ostrid. Do I really make what you're saying? Osterman. 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 Yeah. yeah, he was there. Ostrich. <laughs> he was there. He wasn't there when you were trying to find her. Yeah, you were all there. Yeah. We could always ask her. She's kind of all knowing. Has a lot of doilies. You have doilies, you're smart. That's just how it works. I don't make the rules. She must be very smart. Jen gives you this same face with the raised eyebrow. Just a raised eyebrow and the tilted head of Charlie, where's the logic? Are she did assist us in finding the care. My Sifu was <laughs> very wise and very smart and had no doilies. I do not think that this is a universal truth. I never met a lady who made doilies who wasn't smart. That's all I'm saying. Now, we could go ask her. Or hell, maybe we could just hang around here and wait for a coyote to show up. I think that perhaps... How that might work. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> I think that perhaps asking outsiders to help our solve our problems would be against what we're here for. Yeah, no, that ain't good. Fenner's ain't gonna like that either. Mm. Well, and if our task could be handled by another, that other would be here. But Gaia has summoned us, and this is our job. Well, shit, we got a couple jobs to do. <laughs> then, perhaps there are people in town that you can ask about, and perhaps Sigrin, your the rest of your family might have information. Uh, I can ask them if they recognize the symbol. But I also mean your... <clears throat> oh, yes, my other sibling. Yes. Uh, if they've seen the anything ones. or have any other... Uh, smelled anything, if anything weird is happening in the area that they've claimed, mm. uh, that, that might be useful. Couldn't hurt. And then um, I will check some of our abandoned locations. Perhaps there, someone is hiding something. No uh, one seems to have seen who uh, burned down the barn, so they must have been hiding somewhere or come in or out. If they've come in or out, then we have no that chance to like be able to find job. them. But if they are holed up somewhere, or if there's evidence of the crime, perhaps there will be additional information. Hmm. If you've come upon them, you will want someone with you. Yeah, that's a two-man job. 
I can go and speak to my siblings if you two want to start in the town and then I will join you. Matt, are you, is that alright with you? I can handle myself. I know you can. Alright, alright. Let's go check out some abandoned buildings where you talk to some family members. This is going to be a fun day! Fun day! Woo! So you're going to abandon buildings? <laughs> Jen, we're going to to look with Sigrid at the fun day. Of <laughs> 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 we, uh... <laughs> so here's here's Chen's thought. Yeah. Chen's thought is somebody came in with supplies that they were obviously going to to do this at. They don't appear to have holed up any place in town because that would be probably even in our crappy town a little suspicious if someone was walking around with kerosene cans and torches and and stuff. So. So one thing that I don't think that we have done yet is check these abandoned locations and perhaps there is someone, uh, you know, maybe if they held up, you know, hold up for a little while uh, because they were trying to determine where the werewolves lived Mm -hmm. or that that was a specific target. Maybe there's information. Maybe they're still hiding there, planning their next uh, attack. Maybe there's vampires. We don't know. That would be interesting. Would also be kind of a bad idea in those rickety wood houses <laughs> in the middle of Arizona. Play, I'm a wild west vampire. Oh no, the sun. Um. Okay. So you guys are gonna and go check abandoned buildings, and you're gonna. I'm assuming probably ditch clothes. Go to wolf form and go talk to your kinfolk. Your wolfy kinfolk on the other side of the ridge. Yes. Uh, I guess I can change back. I kind of want to be in human form so I can draw the symbol for that. I mean, you can do that, too. You can do whatever you like. You can be a naked human person. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. I'm at the church, which is where... Boop. Mm-hmm. So the basically... that way. Yeah, so you'd have to go out and around... And off towards the mountains. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got a bit of... It's going to take you some time to get back there. So, northwest? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time-wise, I'll probably go up to, to where I figure people can't see me and then switch into lupus form and okay. book it over there. Yeah. You can probably hide clothes behind the mountain of rocks that Chen likes to use for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that. <laughs> okay. And you guys are going to go into town and check in the very shitty abandoned places. All right. Yes. See if there's anything, you know, any any clues or if there's anything weird. Okay. <laughs> anything weird. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this whole place is weird. I'll know what it is when I see it, yes. but I don't know what, how to describe what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just trying to find something more supernaturally suspicious, or at the very least, I don't know. It'd be great if we could find like a wall of push pins and yarn with a bunch of <laughs> werewolf photos. Yeah, some pre-made Molotov cocktails. Yeah, like yeah. that would just be like well, some super. journals that are. Yeah. I totally fucking did this. Sign day thirty-seven. I've spotted them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the ginger one. It's always the ginger one. Anatoly's journal. <laughs> no. Dear journal. Dear diary. Today I saw another of the puppies. 
All right, so we'll check the one across from my homestead that first. They probably wouldn't be stupid enough to set up there, but we might as well just we're over here. If they're stupid enough to try and hunt werewolves. This is true. <laughs> okay. What I'm going to have you guys do is give me investigation and perception roll. All right. Difficulty six. Um, that is one success. Okay. That is three successes. You find Nada, Charlie, and Chen, you find a whole lot of Nada. Oh, excellent. Like, <laughs> more Nada than you know what to do with. You should probably share Extra it around because there's so much Nada. Can I bottle some of this Nada and bring it back to... Uh, you sure can. You can Chen. sell... Chen's fine tailoring you can, and medicine. You can sell bottles full of Nada. <laughs> I don't even know what this building was for. And there's, like, old shelving that was built into the walls and stuff, but nothing in there. All right. So we go check the one next to your place, or we can keep going, or we can head south a bit. There is that one in bumfuck nowhere. Let's try. Let's try that one first. It seems as though that would be the most likely place for anyone to stage a, a raid on the on the farmstead. Makes sense. Okay. So we head south past the outhouses. You rolled so much not on that last roll that I will tell you there ain't nothing in this place either. <laughs> you guys are playing oh, a really nada. weird mini game. Yeah. Usually it's Sam that plays the mini games. I'm gonna play a separate mini game in a bit. Uh, apparently, it's gonna be super fun. I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you guys now. You go through the abandoned buildings. They're dirty and they're dusty, and there's evidence that. Um, Oh, what was it? Peeing Peter? <laughs> oh, no! He's <laughs> horrible. I hate that guy. Has <laughs> uh, been in one of them? Oh, this place reeks. This oh. is the worst. Oh. Oh, Same yeah. Kill. It, it's, it's pretty noxious, especially because even in human form, you still have a little bit of werewolf sense of smell oh, there. Oh, this is ill. This, this is my nightmare. Your people are barbaric. Oh, my God. I don't argue. I'm not arguing. Oh. Blech. <laughs> 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 yeah, and it's the one that's closest to Meriwether's. It's like, he just kind of stumbled in there one night oh, when he was no. really drunk. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't. How does one man produce that much urine? <laughs> I imagine it's like that Futurama episode. It is a He's mystery. like, well, Fry, animals usually go in the corner. He's like, the corner. That's it. <laughs> there, There isn't anything going on in, in any of those buildings. Okay, no, nothing, nothing weird or out of place. All right, of so that's a good thing. And by a good thing, I mean a really awful thing, because that means there's someone in this town who's relatively social, probably wants us dead. Alternatively, something else entirely. We'll see. I'm very concerned, and I can't get that smell out of my nose! (laughs) So they've been checking all of the buildings. Yes. Within this amount of time, you've made it out back behind the ridge. Yay! Um, to your, your... Kinfolk out there, yes, who come bouncing over. They're very happy to see you. Hey, you know, asking you if you've seen Fenris again. <laughs> Did you get his autograph? <laughs> Next time, ask for a selfie. No, but my friend saw him. It was cool. I all. Nailed it. 
<laughs> I'll tell them quickly about Coyote and mm-hmm. tell them to watch out for him because he's kind of a jerk. They probably laugh, though, about the yeah. whole whole thing because they didn't have to put it's up funny. with that. Yeah. So there's a lot of schadenfreude going on right yeah. now. Uh, yes. It's German. It's fine. More German. It's fine. <laughs> um, so you turn back to Hamid form? Yes. Well, they can under. They, they can, can understand, understand me. The, well, they can totally understand you. You were talking about drawing stuff, but I'll, yes, okay. I was just wondering if they can understand me while I'm in Hamid form. Probably. You can still. I think you can still speak the Guru tongue, no matter what form you're in. I don't know, but they're kin. I don't know. It's kind of mir- weird middle ground. I could human bark at them basically and they would understand <laughs> you know what i'm totally gonna go with that that you know enough that even in human form you can bark a little bit of wolf but it's kind of like dumb dumb wolf speak. <laughs> yeah duh and it's probably hilarious yeah. to anyone who's not like me bork bork yeah. your, si- your siblings are rolling in the dirt laughing yeah. <laughs> she's so stupid oh what a this baby, okay. bad baby dog talk to them a little bit first before I shift back so then I can draw the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give them the basics of like uh, Fenris said you know we ha- we should we're looking in the wrong area we need to look for this thing I'll show you the thing in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there like we I'll tell them the people that burned the barn the people we caught were not them there may be more coming mm-hmm. I need you guys to look out keep an eye out if there are more if there are people coming into the town um, and warn warn us mm-hmm. uh, okay um, and I imagine you probably draw up the symbol and stuff yeah and then I'll draw up the symbol and they, they look at it and you know there's like yeah <laughs> looking at it and they do not recognize it however okay now that you kind of mentioned it, and they're not as familiar because it's not a specialty of theirs, but um, they're still connected enough through you that I feel like they would. They they noticed somebody came into town and seemed a little weird, and they can't really describe in what way. Like it's not mm. something that they quite understand, but they just got a really off feeling because they, okay. they've seen people traveling into town and it's sort of been mm, whatever or oh we can tell they're a guru or they're human but somebody came into town and just seemed a little a little off they didn't really get a great look because they tried to move away from it as fast as possible they didn't mm-hmm. want to be spotted but they did see that somebody went into town that just felt off and now that they really think about it it may have been about the time that maybe a day or two before the barn burned down, so they weren't really looking out for somebody coming in to make trouble. Okay. And it was one person? It was one person. Seemed to be carrying, uh, have something pretty large with them. Was on a a horse, but um, it seemed to have a... um, they, They describe it as sort of a square box thing. With latches. Okay. That's, that's about as much as they could Square parse out, thing. and it's sort of a, not so. It's a it's a human thing, so they don't really know words for it. Shit, it yeah. was just like, and it was on the horse, and it wasn't food. So 
Who cares? <laughs> and it was one person with a horse. Was it a man or a woman? Mm, I, I think they're fairly certain it was uh, a guy. Okay. One dude. Okay. And you have not seen the, this person since? Mm. Shake the... I tell you no. If you see them again, tell me. They, you know, nod and, you know, seem very anxious about the whole thing. There's kind of a, you know, um, sympathetic, you know, whimpers. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell them to, like, stay away from it, but war- warn me. And if they need to, if they can't find me, to warn Astrid and Eric. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. How is the hunting? Is it good? Are you getting enough to eat? No. A lot of rabbits. A lot of rabbits. <laughs> mm. Occasional coyote. Not the one that you told us about. No, don't eat that one. I imagine he would not taste good. <laughs> Sounds stringy anyway. Mm-hmm. Probably makes you roll dice really bad. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'll, say, I'll thank them. And, uh, actually, I'm going to ask them if they want to go hunting with me because I need to get uh, an animal for the sacrifice. Are you wanting to do that right now? Yes. Well, they're never going to say no to a good <laughs> hunt. And I haven't hunted with them in a while. So. Yeah. Uh, what what pretell are you hunting out in the desert? Because uh, there's 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 stuff out there, but there's not a ton, and a lot of creatures that live in the desert are going to be more nocturnal. Right. Because it's fucking hot. It is fucking hot. And it's prob- <laughs> what time is it now? It's probably like it's afternoon. the it's the afternoon, so it's like the hottest part of the day. Okay. So not as it's hottest part, even though it's still pretty chilly because it's November. But you yeah. know, their the internal clocks are going to tell them it's hotter. You might have more luck than you would in August, but yeah. Um, even something small like a rabbit, I think, will be. Yeah, I'm sure that between you and how many wolfkin fur do you have again? <laughs> I, I think that a pack of four of you can probably dig a rabbit out of its burrow if you're so inclined. Yeah. Hell, you just got a metastorm and just like reach right down <laughs> the rabbit hole and grab the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say that without a lot of effort, it's going to take a little time. Let's sure. say takes you guys a half hour. You are able to snag a jackrabbit. Cool. Mm, rabbits. Popcorn shrimp of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take credit for that. That's my boyfriend's thing. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> weird surf and turf. It is. Yeah, popcorn shrimp with rabbit. This is our surf and turf. That is technically still surf and turf, though. No, it is, and also very strange surf and turf. I eat it. Sounds good. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just questioning everything I know about you. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I love you. Love you too. So, I think at this point Charlie's going to go to Merryweather's. Okay, it's hot. And that will be very happy to see you. <sighs> She's working. She sees you come in. And she rolls her eyes. And the last time that you saw her, you were with um, the the bounty hunter, and it ended awkwardly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, Charlie, did you come back here to propose like your friend suggested? Great company keep, by the way. I'm not that desperate enough. Not 
Motherama. I'm not even making eye contact with her. <laughs> it's hot. I smelled the worst thing. <laughs> I'm freaked out. So, Chen, Chen... Did I drag Chen in there? Uh, did, did you go in there, Chen? I think that's Chen's decision. Yeah. No, I, I, think, that, I think that Chen is going to uh, go to the site of the burned barn. Okay. And see if he can uh, contact a spirit there and maybe try and get some additional information from what happened last week or three or four days ago, I guess. Okay. All right, so I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. I find a table, I sit down, I take the hat off, I just kind of, and basically goes into Pooh Bear think mode, just sort of like, gotta think, 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 think. Kind of just wrapping his fingers on the table, like, okay, what am I, for- what am I missing? What am I forgetting? I ain't coming over there to serve you, Charlie. You want a drink? You come over to the bar. I don't want a drink right now, woman. Then why are you in? <gasps> then why are in the bar? you in my saloon, Charlie? <laughs> I paid my bill. I'm sitting at a table. Is that so hard? This ain't That's a public establishment where you can just come and okay. loiter around. Okay, okay, you know what? You know what? You harpy here. He's like. Slaps down a dollar. I'll take a beer. How about that? I'll take a beer. Will you? And she serves it real hard. Snatch it real hard. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so many things are happening right now. There's, I'm pretty sure everyone in town is just like, oh, just fuck already. <laughs> and I go back to the table and I just kind of sit there. Could I possibly roll, like, I don't know, an intelligence enigmas roll or just something to be like, what piece am I overlooking? Like, what lead am I ignoring? Because it's driving me nuts. And my not-boyfriend's missing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say, if you want to do that, I'm not sure this is so much intelligence as it is wits. Wits is that fair. you got some wits about you, but I'm going to say it's that, and I'm going to I'm going to mix that with investigation. Okay. Just sort of more of that gut instinct playing detective. Mm. What am I missuring? You know, the numbers and letters and stuff are flying in front of your face while you're trying and to figure Charles, it all out. And Charlie's <laughs> not the smart one in the group. We've established this time and time and again. Eliza Pooh Bear, think, 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 think. <laughs> Disney doesn't exist yet, so it's not copyright infringement. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to spend a willpower for auto, and then I'm going to make the roll. What's the difficulty? Uh, eight. One of the guys in the saloon, Jim Disney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's three successes with three my successes. Yeah, right. with my willpower spent. So. All right. It occurs to you that. Coming into this town, there is, as we have established, not a terrible lot. For someone to be able to hide out or be somewhere, there's not a lot of places for them to go. When you came in with uh, with our bounty hunter friend, you guys talked to Annette, she has rooms upstairs, and there's, this is the, it, when people come into town, this is the place people come to. 
And you know that. You're just frustrated with Annette, and she is similarly frustrated with you. Ding! <laughs> Before... I've seen lantern right. lights over your head. Yes. So we're going to let him have his, his ding light bulb moment. <laughs> Let's go over to Chen real quick. Okay. Because you would have gotten... Well, I'm sure his thinking time gave you plenty of time to get... Oh, so much said. time. You had and like then some of you are just, like, waiting, just, like... I wonder if he's come up with anything yet. All right. Okay. Now. Probably okay. Not. Now. Now my part of the story can go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so Chen heads over to to the to the burn barn and um, is going to kind of meditate, see if he can reach out and contact um, contact any other spirits. He's not going to necessarily try and go directly into the Umbra again uh, without the support of the rest of his pack. Sure. But um, just go through a whole practice where he sort of filters out the sounds of the animals and filters out the smell of the burned wood and just tries to tune in on anything else that, that might be left. Hmm. But you're not trying to take a full dive, so it's not like... Is it still rituals to you, or are you trying to tap into a different side of yourself? I mean, I what, this, in, in I, what way is he really approaching this? I think this is something new, and I think he's just trying to reach out with the the small bit of feeling that 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 he has, and try and I hate this term, but like he wants to he wants to listen to the force. He wants to reach out. <laughs> I just can't think of a better uh, thing for that. So I'm going to say, because the earlier thing that you had was more process, and that's mm-hmm. why I gave you the options between rituals and occult, because that's more process thinking, and while it's perception, it's, it's, it's following the steps. If you're trying to reach within yourself and you know, do, you know, reach out to the force... I feel like that's going to come from tapping into, instead of so much the external, the internal. Okay. So I'm going to say, if you um, give me a primal urge and perception roll for that. Okay. Um, and your difficulty is going to be, um, see, you're already pretty, like, buzzy from before, so I'm going to say it's sevens. Okay. I'm still hopped up on umber juice. Yep. Mm, delicious umber juice. Uh, one, two, three, four. Fuck. All right. <laughs> um, Stop rolling so well, you assholes. <laughs> seriously. Um, let me find the thing. I'm going to send you a thing on... The slacks? The slacks. Ooh. Uh, and... I realized that I should rename this before I send it to you. Because otherwise... All the secrets dot exe <laughs> dot doc. Totes the whole game. LOL. Not txt. Uh, all right. Click here for massive spoilers. All right. You get a flash of a symbol in your mind. And don't worry, chat and people listening at home. I will put it on our lovely forums, the Happy Jacks forums. You should go there. It's awesome. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Because uh, you, can't, you can't look at it right now. Because haha, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and you get a flash of this and it's a much clearer vision of what you got 
a snippet of before. And it's sending, so it's going to take 6,000 years. So that's with you. So I'm going to let you ponder on that okay. for a hot second. Um, and it is sort of just that flash again. And it's almost like um, you're seeing the barn, and it's like white hot flash of this symbol just kind of like is just there. Okay. And flashes back out. What you doing with your sacrifice down there, Sigrun? I'm going to take it back to my human kin. I'm sure they will be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to ask them to help me make a sacrifice to Odin. For strength and protection for mm-hmm. the family. And I'm going to say they, they maybe haven't noticed Chen just sitting out by the bar. <laughs> I think they're maybe distracted by that. Although they might be like, your friend showed up. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Do you want me to make a stealth check or anything? <laughs> I don't think you're trying to be sneaky. No, no, no. So, but just, yeah, he's, he's here. Um, he's investigating. It, yeah, it's nothing to worry about. Eric looks at you and goes, I'm sorry about earlier. You were right. And this this was not the way we were taught. It was not the way you were taught. But you have to understand that none of that prepared us for this level of what we're in. I know. But... Let's do this thing and move forward from here. Does that sound about fair? It does. I, I appreciate it. I think as a family, if we ask the gods for their help, they will help us. I have seen the gods in this land twice now. Fenris is here. I saw him. I met a god of this land called Coyote. The gods are real. Everything you taught me was real. We can have their help, but we must be worthy. All right. Let's get started. So I imagine you'll spend time with them doing whatever this ritual involves. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure it takes some measure of time. Yeah, takes some little preparation, a little Are you doing it inside the house? Are you guys doing it outside? In the yard. Cool. As you Uh, do. Chen, this is happening right now. Would you like to tell Chen what's happening? So you see <laughs> Sigrun and her kinfolk. There's no, like we don't have ceremonial garb or liter- like literally anything, but they're uh, lucky when they can get you to wear clothes at all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she goes in the house and brings out a really nice like heirloom-looking Viking sword uh, that was the Elder Magnuson's and has been passed down in their family uh, and gives it to Eric to hold and, like, speaks some things in, like, Old Norse that I don't think Sigrun even understands what they are, but, like, it's, It's just the repetition. memory, yeah. Uh, And then spills the blood of the rabbit and offers it to Odin and asks him to bless their family and watch over them and grant them strength before battle. Mm -hmm. Uh, She probably does a little... Smear the blood on the face. Sure, of course. 
You're you're sitting over by the barn wall. This is happening in the yard. Yeah, and then the remains of the rabbit are burned, so they go up to. Chen, Chen, I think I'm sure Chen recognizes this as a ritual, not one that he sure, understands. I mean, I, I, but I, like, I, this is obviously. It's definitely not them cooking rabbit. Right. <laughs> he recognizes that this is that this is a that this is powerful. That this is you know mm-hmm. they're honoring something. There's something going on, even if he doesn't understand what or the whole smearing the blood on the face and the yeah. <laughs> but but okay. You're just having that moment of. Why people are barbarians? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, ma- my master was right. <laughs> they burn stuff. They pee they in pee a in buildings. Building. Like they're <laughs> just I don't even. They're just. This is if, how they are. If Guy hadn't summoned me here, I would be anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> if Guy hadn't summoned you here, you'd be home by now. What? <laughs> uh, so that's happening over there. You have had your your kerosene Ding. lantern moment. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. <laughs> Bill, Bill lit the lantern. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to slide up to the bar. And, um... Hey, Annette. You got a minute? Usually, you're this way after many, many more drinks than this. <laughs> So, you might forgive me for being a little suspicious right now. Oh, come now. We're old friends. <laughs> and I want to use persuasion. Oh, I'll bet you do. No. no. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, you have. Do you have a. It's a gift. Okay. Um, it is a homage gift. Let's pull that. Hooray. I got the handy dandy sheet. I should give you guys printouts of your stuff because. Or I could stop being a bum and just bring yeah, it. Whatever. Yeah. All right. We could take responsibility for providing our own character. What? <laughs> guys, guys, I'm, I'm a GM and you guys are players. I know how this works. <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> you know, I feel bad though. Every every week I show up, I'm like, oh, I probably should have written that down. Yeah. I really do have it all typed up, so I'm lazy because I just don't send it to you guys. <laughs> like, fuck them. Even though I keep mentioning I have a cheat sheet. So we're all equally bad here. And well, I'm less equally bad. You're you're better than everyone else. Just slightly, though. Mm, I'm still general. a garbage person, though. Yeah. Anyway, would you like to know what this power does that you want to use? Yes, please. <laughs> this gift persuasion. This gift allows a homage to become more persuasive and credible uh, when dealing with others. Others simply start seeing things his way. Uh, so the Gru rolls Charisma and Subterfuge, difficulty 6. If successful, uh, the difficulties of all social rolls are reduced by 1 for the remainder of the scene. So this is basically to see if your other rolls will work easier. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So that that's what it is, is it's applicable to future rolls, but the way I'm reading this, it's... You're turning on the charm... Before you roll anything that involves the charm. There you go. Uh, now my showman uh, specialty of charisma does not apply here, correct? No, because this is just this is a straight roll for the mm-hmm. gift. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I need to choose my distinction for perception. One, two, three, lot, but four successes. Four oh. successes. Yep. Uh, yeah. I just my yeah. 
So all social roles are reduced by one for the remainder of the scene. So all your social roles are going to be easier. I'm going to say that's a really good thing. Oh, because yeah. Because with the net, it's going to take a lot of sweet talking. <laughs> now, Annette, I've been trying to turn over a new leaf. Uh-huh. I'm trying to be a better man. Now, listen... I could use a really big favor, and I'll owe you big, and you know I can pay you back. Now. <laughs> It'll only take you, uh, how long? How about this? I'll owe you whatever you want. I'll get to you in a week. Pinky swear. I wouldn't trust a pinky swear from you as far as I could throw you. Oh, come on now. I'm very agile. Now, um... <laughs> <laughs> the awkward rubbing off on sense. it. Doesn't even sense. <laughs> he even has a moment of like, "What the fuck does he mean?" Don't worry, just keep rolling. Um, <laughs> She's like, "Oh God, maybe, maybe he does have weird feelings." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Charlie. So now, listen, <sighs> I'm trying to find someone who showed up here. Listen, is there anyone upstairs who might be a little bit suspicious? Might be a little bit. Shifty. No. How about this? Anyone who showed up before that fire? Yes. Now what would I owe you for you to tell me who they were and what room they were in? I should probably not cover up my mic. <laughs> <laughs> um... First, I want to see you roll to see if this charm is working at all, because you did make your persuasion roll to make your difficulty Okay, easier. that's fair. Um, so, I'm going to say you're definitely going with... Are you going with charisma or are you going with manipulation? This feels like manipulation. Um, no? I'll, let, I'll let it be your call. I'm going to say manipulation. You're trying to get what you want rather yeah, than just fair. turning on the charm. Um, and then... It's not subterfuge, I don't think. I think either etiquette or performance, because you're really trying to sell her on the fact that you've turned over a new leaf, and you're a new man, and blah, 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 and she's probably like, you turn over the leaf, and it's been fucking eaten by a caterpillar, and and it's good that you rolled the the thing that you did, because that's going to bring your difficulties down to sevens. Okay. Let's see, actually, let's see if she's even buying what you're selling. I'm actually going to blow a second willpower for one success. All right. Because ones are the enemy. Do not trust ones. Uh, sevens. I got one success. <laughs> one success? Yeah, because all I rolled were sixes. You bastards. All right. Anything I want. In a week. Are you willing to have it in writing, Charlie? For you, darling, anything. Give me just a moment. And she goes back to her office, and she comes back out with paper and writing supplies. And she's talking to you while she's writing. All right, Charlie. What I am writing up here is a document. 
Now, this document is going to state that in a week, you owe me some hard labor in the saloon for the trouble that you caused me here. And I expect you to work some shifts because a lady needs a break every once in a while, even from her own establishment. <laughs> and you get to be the one behind the bar, serving the drinks, helping the customers, and generally washing everything down, including the spittoons. And that's how Meriwether's burned down. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a documentary, this would be where everything stops and goes to gray. And that's when everything went wrong. So she draws this up in you know, kind of an IOU, and I will work in, you know, she's going to make you work um, three days. Three days. 72 hours of work. You got it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she could go longer, but she feels she might get really irritated seeing you in her establishment for three days because <laughs> uh, she already has and she turns the paper slides it your way lays down the pen see Brett and kind of tucks it in her apron pocket now tell me again what information you were looking for precisely who upstairs checked in a little bit before that fire well, we had those few people that uh, I believe you have already been acquainted with. Ran them out of town. We've had a couple others that came through, rented a room for about a night and left. Only one of them's been here about the entirety of the time, but he's an awful nice gentleman. I'll be really mad if you upset him because he has been kind and polite and prompt. Now, who on earth would this be? Uh, this gentleman uh, has introduced himself by the name that I wrote, and then I already forgot immediately. Preston Germain? Yes. Uh, it's a ni- nice gent named Preston Germain. Traveling salesman, blew into town, believe he sold some barbed wire to a few folks, hmm. and has been nothing but polite. Sort of the opposite, Charlie. Well, shucky darn. Well, I'm just going to go introduce myself and be a mighty fine neighbor. <laughs> Next week, Charlie. Next week. I hope you like wearing aprons. Oh, I look so good in one. <laughs> and I go upstairs. All right. And I go to the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Preston Germain. And you kind of hear somebody uh, get up off of the 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 bed in there and uh, come over to the door and opens it, kind of peeks around and goes Oh, why hello sir, I do believe that we met earlier today. Why yes we did. Have my you decided to buy some barbed wire? Here to talk to you about that actually. My name's Char- Charles Breck, richest man in town. How you doing good sir? Hey, hey pr- again Preston, Preston. I let myself into his room. Oh, um, uh, I guess come right in. I don't normally do uh, conduct business in my hotel room, but... Uh, well, you know, I figured it's a late night. I figured I'd stop by, see what you have, see, see if it's, like, good stuff. Well, I do have a sample. You have to understand that there's lots and lots and lots of barbed wire I need when you're going around an entire establishment. Of course, So what of you course. do is you pay down a down payment, then we bring back the amount that you have ordered, and then you go ahead and you pay on the barrel head for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Fine quality, though, and he goes and... Um, opens up his his uh, traveling salesman case and, brings, and a, produces a piece. The audience tenses <laughs> <laughs> and produces from within it a piece of 
barbed wire. Now you can see, I mean, look at how it rings around. This is a new invention, mind you. This just came to market. So mm. you'll be one of the very first to be able to own this. And quite you see, fancy. it's got these little spikes. Quite fancy. And, and Ma mind if I see this? May I? Yeah, by all means. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Now, good sir, I have to ask, um, what were you doing at that uh, farmstead at your town? Well, I was selling protection statements. I'm trying to sell you and anyone else in this town that's interested. Hmm. I did hear from uh, from the lovely lady downstairs, uh, Miss Merriweather. She said that there had been a fire out there, and we. I just felt like I needed to go down there and... Uh, check it out and make sure if I could help out in any way that I possibly could that I went and I did it. Now, now you mentioned that and that's funny because she told me you were here when the fire happened a little before even. Hmm. Hmm. I mean she must have some kind of faulty memory. I mean honestly when you run an establishment that involves that much drinking I'm sure you sample some of the merchandise. Obviously I don't sample my merchandise because it's a little too spiky for that. <laughs> Do you want to sample it? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. As, uh, that sounds vaguely like a threat, and you being a very kindly, neighborly type, uh, that seems Oh, no, it's not a threat. It's not a threat. I'm just trying to figure out why exactly you're here. Uh, well, I'm making my way down through these great states coming and from you Utah in this town. Arizona. It was along the route. I've been making my way down from Utah down to, I'm heading down to Arizona. I'm going to be hitting Jackalope Junction soon and down, down, farther, farther, further, as far as I can go, and then maybe out into uh, California way. What do I smell on him? I don't know. You tell me. Let's roll. <laughs> uh, that is going to be primal urge and perception. I don't think you have any special perception. I urge, do not. Right? My perception's okay at best. Okay. Um, so you're going to need to give me seven. Uh, that's three successes. There is definitely a, uh, susong of worm taint. Hmm. Awful funny. You're stopping in this town. Uh, you know, there's that beautiful little silver mine, mining town. Just a few miles south. I'm not sure that I understand your point. Honestly, it's up to me to be a good neighbor and kind to all towns, big or small. I close the door protection. behind me. <laughs> <laughs> now, earlier you said it wasn't a threat, but now it's awfully feeling much like a threat, sir, and I would really appreciate it. Oh, no, 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 good sir. No, no, good sir. You see, a threat implies I might. <laughs> what are you doing in my town? Why'd you burn down that house? Why'd you burn down that barn? I rightly don't know what you're talking about. Bullshit. Okay. I'm slick. I would appreciate it, sir. If I shift into Glabro. <laughs> Roll some dice for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Primal urge and stamina? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, yeah, stamina and primal urge. One success for each stage. All right. Yeah, that's a ten and a seven. I ten and a seven. I get to Glabro, no problem. <clears throat> you're gonna stop. You're gonna stop fucking lying now. You hear me? Why now, sir? I can't rightly say that you were the kind that I was expecting to encounter in this town. I think you were. 
Unfortunately, I don't think that you are quite prepared for the level of things that I am willing to do. And I don't think you're ready for what I'm willing to do, little man. And he sort of reaches into his pocket and grabs a handkerchief with a bit of a flourish (laughs) and quickly produces something from it and pops it in his mouth and bites down. I'm going to suck... I'm going to punch him in the gut. (laughs) He is foaming at the mouth already. Like... I have rabies foaming, or I just ate a cyanide capsule foaming. <laughs> he drops dead to the floor. Son of a bitch! I'm going to pop back to human. Yep. And I'm going to put on my best perform. I'm going to win my Academy Award tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, should I roll performance for this one? Uh, are you? You're just gonna go straight to? Oh my I'm, God, he's dead! What's I'm gonna happening? start screaming. We need a medic. He's having a stroke. I don't know what's wrong with him. Help somebody! Just really lay it on thick. Just really be like, oh, we were talking and then it went horribly awry. I totally didn't turn to a turn to the Wolfman and try to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> that totally is the thing that happened. Okay, sure, do that. Alright, so I run downstairs. I'm screaming for the doc screaming screaming for the town doctor. Present Germain, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just started have started foaming the mouth. Remember how the whole thing with not having really a formal doctor in this town and that Chen's sort of like the medicine person click, in the click, town? Click, ding. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just curious if you remembered. Uh, this is definitely one of those things that Char- Charlie is halfway through as we need the doctor thing and goes, wait, I'm friends with the only doctor shit. <laughs> you come running down, though. <clears throat> Annette is extremely red-faced with rage. What did you do, I didn't Charlie? do anything! We were talking and he just started going... Bleh! And then fell over dead. Well, I don't know if he said yet. I need to go get the doctor. I'll be right back. I owe you three days. Bye. Better make it five if you kill the paying <laughs> customer. <laughs> <laughs> and I am booking it down to the Magnuson Farmstead. Okay. <laughs> I'm just running. Uh, do I, how long is it? Do I get there? Five and a half parsecs. I don't know. You can get there pretty quick. One moment later. <laughs> when will then be now? <laughs> How soon is now? <laughs> what is love? Are we just? I thought we were just asking questions now. Um, yeah, you make it there. I'm gonna say for dramatic effect, you come upon Chen over meditating by the barn, and Sigrin has just finished this ritual and has blood smeared on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a burning animal carcass. I'm gone for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So I got good news and I got bad. Can, can you hear me? Hello, Chen? Yes. Chen? Oh, yes. shit, you're there. Good, good. Uh, listen, good news. Found the asshole. Bad news. Found the asshole. He kind of 
popped a pill and now he's dead and I kind of need you to come make sure he doesn't die so I can get some information out of him. I thought that killing him was our goal. Yes, but I wanted to get something out of him first. I mean, I'm fine if he's dead, but, you know... Yes, let us go. I have to, we have to at least pretend we're saving the innocent guy. He may not be the only one. You are wearing a lot of blood and not a lot of clothes. Yeah, you're probably going to need to wash up, stay there for a bit, because it will be a lot more alarming if you show up as well. <laughs> Wash my face. And put some I'm gonna. I'm gonna on. say you guys are gonna take off. That's gonna take you some time. Okay. Um. <laughs> you get back to the saloon. Annette is stomping down the stairs, furious. Just starts screaming. I brought the doctor. Just starts screaming obscenities at you. Like it's almost. It like she can't even form full words at this point because she's so angry with you. How the fuck is this my fault? I say. No, he's totally my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chen enters the house, bows quickly to the to the lady of the house, uh, and then goes upstairs. Right. Like, unless she interacts with him. She's gonna somehow. let you by because you are nearby to the establishment and she knows that you have, you know, uh, uh, you know medicine stuff. So she's probably come and seen you at some point for something. If you try and follow him... I don't. Okay, because she's going to, like... <laughs> I figure at this point, I'm getting yelled at a yeah. lot. Get out of my saloon now. All right. All right. All right. All right. Walks out. Mm-hmm. You go upstairs. And I run run around the back. <laughs> and sure enough, Preston is there. You check for vital signs. He is totes dead. Not even, a, like, dead. He's totes dead. He's not almost mostly dead? He hasn't been mostly dead all day. He's really most sincerely dead. <laughs> he is completely... he it Like, the foam at the mouth and, like, you know, the, the veins in his face look weird and his eyes are sort of bulgy, but he is... He's dead. And meanwhile, Sigrun is gotten ready, gotten put on pants and everything, has the blood off and as you are about to head for the saloon you see a familiar figure creeping around the side of the house that happens to be a very very white furred guru that sometimes gets called a polar bear who tells you in the guru tongue I'm stuck. Yes. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. So the plot thickens. So this has been episode seven of Razor Ridge: Werewolves the Wild West. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Does anybody have anything going on they want to talk about? Just, you know, feelings, just thoughts that they're having, uh, dreams, aspirations? Nothing especially, except I do want to say, once again, if you like the music at the beginning of the show, it was produced by a composer friend of mine named Pete Gresser, and you can find him and his work at sonofactory.com, S-O-N-O-F-A-C-T-O-R-I. You can also check out samples that he has on uh, SoundCloud as well. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the music. We love it, and it's it's really nice to have that um, 
speaking of things that are really nice to have, Happy Jacks has programming throughout the week that's really awesome. There are a lot of really great shows. Uh, the schedule will be put in the chat. We love to have you interact with us. Uh, three of us here will be back on Monday for yep. Insert Coin, which is a Tales from the Loop game being run by Kadave. That's mm -hmm. basically a Stranger Things slash Stand By Me kind of 80s game that's been a lot of fun. Um, yes. Where everybody plays actually vastly different characters from <laughs> this particular show. Yeah. Um, and we, as always, we invite you to join us on the forums. The Happy Jack forums are always open. There's no closing time, which is always good. Come talk to us about the episodes, things you like. If you don't like it, then write it in your live journal somewhere because nobody cares. Um, <laughs> is live journal even around anymore? I don't know, but they can write it in there. Uh, you know, and we love we love fan Look art. Look it we up. Like join the forums. Telephone live journals around. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that. Yeah, we, we love fan art. We love interacting with you guys. We like hearing about your hopes and dreams. I'm just kidding. Please, I don't have time for all of your stuff. <laughs> I really have time for my stuff. Uh, but we will be back in two weeks, hopefully, two weeks. with the full pack. Yes. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. And in the meantime, enjoy this really awesome Super Blue Blood Moon. Yay! Brought to you by out. Werewolf the Wild West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are sponsoring this moon. I'm calling. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah, damn right. Hundred percent. All right, Jesse, I'll be right out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>